Lauren, we're right here in the, the lobby of the radio station. I'm pretty excited. You know why? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited, too, Judd. Yeah, we have the new owners of our radio station coming on the show. And here they are. It's, it's Will and Jalissa. Welcome. Good Hello. morning, everyone. Hey, it's great to have you here. I cannot wait to sit down and get the plan. What's the vision? What's happening here for Napa Valley Radio? And I, I, folks want to follow along at home while they're listening. What, what's a good a website to send them to? So 993thevine and kvon.com to listen to us live right now. Okay, fantastic. Well, it's a podcast, but they can listen, they can still listen to the station after they listen to the podcast. Uh, fantastic. But in the meantime, I think Lauren's got a few things to say. We invite you to join Judd and his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail, Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah, always welcome folks to come in, especially uh, our neighbors and listeners. And what do you think? Should we give our listeners a little bit of a deal? Sure. Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. That's a pretty good deal, and I'll bet we could do a little better. Folks want to join the wine club, which, in my unbiased opinion, is the greatest wine club in the world because you get a chance to try all our delicious wines, events, parties, all that good stuff. You get an even better deal than that, and information is on our website as well as uh, the visiting information as well, which is judshill.com. So while you're listening live to kvon.com and 993thevine.com, you can go over to judshill.com, find out where we are, make an appointment to visit us, join the wine club, have lots of fun, listen to local radio. I'm excited for this show. Can you tell them I'm, uh, what's the word? What's a good adjective? An adjective, a uh, Halloween-themed adjective? No, like, what, how am I feeling right now about this show? This is a... Uh, ecstatic. Ecstatic. I'm ecstatic right now. How about you? You know what? I feel the same way, too, Judd. Let's do a show. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people. On Judd's Napa Valley Show No stale script and no rehearsing Live from a Napa studio You may be that intriguing person On Judd's Napa Valley Show On Judd's Napa Valley Show Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley Judd's Napa Valley Show A great pleasure in life Is doing what others say you can't And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here he is, back as your host, Judd Fingelstein. Uh, good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. How about you? I'm great. I am back as the host. It's exciting. Last week, I was not able to make it in to host the show, so it was great. Bob St. Laurent filled in as host, but I was able to make it in as the guest of the show, so I was sitting here anyway. It was really fun. Uh, and he was great. We had a really fun time together, and he's got this really super hip, cool energy, and it, I, I dug the experience. And thank you for remaining our trusted announcer. And sidekick. Of course, of course. What are you doing these days? Well, I'm happy to say that tomorrow night, me and my other friends from uh, the Napa Valley Voices organization, led by Cindy Skinner, will be performing at the Meadows Retirement Home. That's You know, you mentioned that gig. Now, is that something that's just for the residents, or is that something the public can attend as well? This is only uh, 
for the residents. Oh, okay. Well, you'll let us know when there's stuff that the public can attend as well. Apparently, yes. I hope you. I hope you will. I mean, the the, the Meadows is a great spot, and I know you're going yes. to do a bang up job down there. Congratulations on the gig. Oh, thanks, Jeff. But little did I just find out that this performance actually happens to be at six o'clock on a Wednesday night. Oh, I think I know. You have a conflict with that. That's right. So I'm sorry to disappoint our Napa Valley TV viewers by saying that tomorrow I will not be on the Napa show with Artie Party. What will they do without you? Who's going to say, orale? <laughs> I don't know. Well, but at least they're going to try to find a guest announcer uh, tomorrow to fill in. <laughs> I wonder what I'm doing tomorrow night. Hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe I'll give Artie a call. <laughs> who um, knows? We don't know yet. It's well, a surprise. Okay, okay. Well, so we'll, you'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out. I guess. I'll tune in tomorrow and find out that it's not me. <laughs> so this is our last show, I believe, of September, which means uh, October. That's the next month, I believe, if I remember from school. Are you thinking about Halloween costumes yet? I'm leaning towards either a cowboy or superhero. Oh, you are? I am. I could see you as a cowboy superhero. Okay, well, we'll update as we get closer and closer. That, that's exciting news, Lauren. I'm pretty much sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you it is. Yeah, so, uh, so what's been going on with you, Jack? Just harvest, harvest, harvest. Grapes, grapes, grapes. I close my eyes at night, and I just see grapes. We're in the midst of it. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Our guests are chuckling. They're new-ish to Napa Valley. We're going to meet them in a moment, but this is the season of the grape. It, they're, they're all over. I've got something fun coming up besides Harvest. And, of course, I would invite anybody who's listening to uh, give a ring, make an appointment, come on down to Judd's Hill, my family winery at the south end of the Silverado Trail here in Napa. Uh, try some wines, and you can kind of see what's going on as well. A lot of locals have actually never seen grapes being crushed. You, you wouldn't think that's true being here in the heart of wine country, but it's true. So we'd love to show you what we're doing. I've got something fun coming up I just want to mention quickly. On Friday, October 13th. At the Napa Valley Opera House, there's a really cool show happening. It's called Vineyard Home Companion. It is being produced by uh, Joe and Beverly Shotwell, a couple of local characters, musicians, actor, dramatists, humorists. And it is uh, kind of in the vein of Prairie Home Compa uh, Companion, a bit of the vaudeville vibe with uh, music, storytelling, comedy. And uh, it's going to be a great show. It's 8 p.m. Friday, October 13th. Napa Valley Opera House, so nvoh.org for tickets, and tickets are only 20 bucks. I mean, where can you go see a show in Napa Valley, especially something on the scale of that for only 20 bucks? So I hope folks will come in, get your tickets now, nvoh.org, Friday the 13th of October, Vineyard Home Companion. It will be your lucky night. You'll have fun. We've got a show, and I, I have so much I want to talk to these folks about, so let's, let us dilly-dally no longer, Mr. Lauren Mole, and... Get them introduced. Would you please do the honors? Okay, Judd. To the old station owners, will this crew miss you? Maybe we're all set to have some new bliss awe. The new bosses are here, so let's get it in gear as we meet Will and Julissa. Hey, Good no morning. kidding. Good morning. Will and Julissa. Marcencia. Yes. Wow. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. You guys are the new bosses. You, uh -oh, you no. are the owners of this radio station <laughs> as of July 1st of this very year. Yes. So a couple months in now, and I can't wait to get talking. But before we even 
break that ice. We have some other ice we need to break. You you were listening last week when Bob was here hosting, yeah. and he was talking to me about my uh, love of the cocktail culture yes. and whatnot, mm-hmm. and said, "Yeah, you ought to get you ought to get them in here and pour them some drinks." <laughs> and you you seem to approve of that idea. So oh great. So we 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 brought a little something here now, uh, Lauren. You've always uh, talked about guest hosting when I'm gone. So here's your chance. Why don't, while I get all these uh, supplies out, you can. Uh, you can ask them about this and that. Maybe we'll find out. Are you are you folks? I mean, you're new to Napa, which is wine country. So I, I imagine I've seen you drinking wine at some different events we've run into. You. Uh, how are you on the cocktails? I usually only do vodka, if anything. Everything else, like whiskey, all the fancy bitters, I can't do. Well, this uh. isn't that fancy. It's not vodka. Lauren, <laughs> are you going to have a little something here? Well, I actually have to drive home. you got to drive. Okay, well, we'll make these short ones. We'll make these short <laughs> ones. All right. you, you don't have to have any. I'm not going to force liquor on anybody at this hour in the morning. Just give me a few <laughs> hours, then I'll... 9.12 a.m. I thought we were kidding. <laughs> yeah, this is our new kind of breakfast here in uh, wine country. Well, th- th- this is actually a good one for breakfast. This, okay. this, you're going to get your vitamin C. Uh, um, your orange juice. Well, close, actually. Oh, okay. what we're gonna, it is citrus. What we're going to pour here today is a classic 1944 original recipe, oh. Trader Vic's Mai Tai. Oh, Mai Tai. Yeah. The Hawaiian thing. A big growler yeah. of it. Oh, wow. So... This this is it. So what's and the tiki cups? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I don't yeah. go halfway when it comes to cocktails. So this is going to have a couple nice little rums in there. It's going to have a little almond syrup, a little orange liqueur. In this case, the Grand California from uh, Napa Valley Distillery was my favorite orange liqueur. And uh, the only juice that should be in a proper mai tai is fresh lime, and we just squeeze these limes to make you a drink. Now, I don't expect that you need to, uh, you know, finish this what? today. You, you can. <laughs> and, in fact, I'm going to leave. There's a lot of this. This is now going to be the station Mai Tai. So right. whoever you want uh, to have. refill it every Tuesday then as part of your morning duties here. Is that That's right? That's a new rule. Do, <laughs> I, do I get a line in the budget for rum and, and, uh, and whatnot? Yes, yes. Okay, great. So we got to put some garnish with some fresh oh. mint Ooh. here. And uh, I know I'm taking up valuable time. I want to be trans- talking to you, but we are now teletransporting Great presentation. to Hawaii. Yeah. There we go. It's like the tiki room in here. That sh- <laughs> I try. Do you know that the mai tai was actually invented, uh, as I mentioned, 1944 mm-hmm. in Oakland, California? Oh, what? Exactly. That's Not as tropical as you think. So, Lauren, you're abstaining this morning. Not for you. Okay, well, here you go. Cheers, right. Okole Maluna. We're going to do this one. Right. Cheers. All right. Now we have a little mai tai. We can. And be careful. This is full of rum. There's... I love the lime <clears throat> content in it. It's drier than you mm. expect. You have those gorgeous. Usually, mai tais are like super sweet. Well, they nice. shouldn't be. They, right. they, they can I be like a very good drink. Everywhere we've ever had mai tais, I feel like they are extremely sweet. You're right. Mm. There's this place in Long Beach by Shoreline Village that um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a Hawaiian place, and they're supposedly the best Mai Tais in SoCal, but I have to go talk to the owner now and let them know that. Yeah. He needs That's to not talk the reef, to you. Is, yeah. is that the reef? Uh, um, no, the There's, reef is across. It's from the other right. side. It's above the Bubba Gump. But all right. Well, you'll, yeah. you'll tell me. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We could well, talk Mai Tai. I could talk Mai Tais all day, but <laughs> I want to talk to you. You can sip on these Mai Tais, and we'll talk more cocktails off air, but I want to find out a little bit about you. People, okay. you know, I'm out and about, and people come up to me all the time and say, I hear the radio station got sold. 
what's going on? Who are these folks? What's the plan? And I said, well, I've met them. I get to see them when I'm at the station. They seem really cool, really nice, very enthusiastic, but we haven't had a chance to sit down and talk about the future of radio here in Napa. So let, let's get there eventually. <laughs> but at first, I want to find out who you guys are. I, you know, we're Will and Jul- Julissa, Marcencia, I know that much. Have you ever uh, met a Marcencia before? Well, I was wondering if I should ask you about this or not. Okay. Yeah, because I I know there's a story behind the name, mm-hmm. and I didn't know yes. if that would be too personal or if not we because I'm all. I'm intrigued. Okay. I'm intrigued by this because I know this is not necessarily it's not the names that you uh, were were born with. Either right. of you, it was something. Correct. It was a creation. Yes. So, so it good. Started, I'm glad. Sorry, it started yep. off as a joke um, in San Diego. Remember, yeah. all our a, friends would basically call us. Willissa, Marcencia, they blended our first names and our last names. Uh-huh. And wherever we'd go, or, oh, is Willissa coming? Oh, is Willissa doing this? <laughs> they were too lazy to text Will and Jalissa for things, so they just sure. started blending everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we kind of just took off with it. We were at a paint at an art gallery in San Diego, and they were going to do a custom painting for us with a wine bottle. Mm-hmm. And we both love Malbecs, and so there was they were going to do a Malbec bottle, and then she's like, well, you it's your own custom, custom painting, so tell me what you want the wine label to do. Oh, okay. And we literally were just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, do Marcencia. <laughs> and uh, she's like, okay, cool. I you know, didn't ask any questions about it or anything. So we had this painting in our living room for the last, uh, now it's been like six years, and when we actually got married... We're kind of like, so should we, should, you know, is this a joke? I mean, is it, should something that we should do or not? And we started Googling it and basically in the state of California, you're allowed three ways. And one of those three ways is blending your legal names without adding any letters. So I was born Placencia. Mm-hmm. And I was born Martinez. Yeah, Martinez over so here. Marcencia. Marcencia. I think it's fantastic. Very you progressive. Know, yes. Well, Exactly. <laughs> And what you've done, not only have created, um, you know, these lives together by getting married, you, you've you've created a whole new identity with which to live your lives as one. You know, this whole new name has begun with you two. You are like now, you know, generation zero of yeah. Marcencia. Right. And we'll see how it uh, the legacy, yes. spreads out. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Well, congratulations. Thank you, Jen. Um, now, you've both been in media for some time. Yes. Um, is that? Did you grow up in that type of world where your where your family is in media or broadcasting at all? Of so, print, uh, any type of media. So my parents are in media. So mm-hmm. pretty much as I can remember, they've been in media um, most of their lives. What, what were they doing? Doing radio, radio huh? only. Um, and I was actually, I'm not going to do radio. I'm not going to do media. <laughs> I was the well, out of all my siblings, I was the one that went against famous what they last wanted. words. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I and, ended, and where was this? I'm sorry to interrupt, but where where where, where were they in radio? Where did you? Was so this where you grew up, or um, where I grew up in Oxnard, Ventura oh, okay. County yeah, area, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and throughout Angeles, California. Yeah. Yes. So when I started um, going to college, I started kind of getting internships, doing different things. <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because your face with the bite tie. Stronger than I expected. I'm sorry for this early. Yeah, little sips. Yeah, little sips. Yeah. Let the ice dilute a little bit. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so I started doing internships, and I actually was exposed uh, to network TV sales. Oh. And I found that a little more exciting. I was like, oh, okay, let me try this. And that was the breaking point. I basically went full on, head on into media. Mm-hmm. Uh, my entire career out of co- post-college is media. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And in when I was getting my master's in Barcelona, I had the privilege of getting an internship out there with a radio group. Oh. Um, so that was my first exposure, believe it or not, not through my family's uh, company, but through you know the internship I made out there. And it was all about community interest. It was all about going to these press conferences that the government's having and you know doing research and reporting. And, and I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. being connected to the community, whereas opposed to the network, it was a little more national, a little more broad. Right. So when I came back, I wanted to make it a point. When I came back to media, I wanted to be in radio as well. So I worked for Univision Communications, the Spanish language conglomerate. Yeah. Did local television, digital, social, and radio. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's... A- that's a great story. That's a great path to get here. And how about you, Will? Is uh, media in your background as well? At least your family's background. No, you've um, been working so, in it for some time. Yes. So not in my family's background. Um, small business owners, but uh, not in radio. So but, I. What started, were they in there? What uh, was the what was the part of the expression? What was the racket? Okay, real okay. estate and banking. <laughs> okay. And so I followed kind of that same path. I followed that path uh, out of during college. I did an internship in the accounting team at a bank and. Um, I learned that I wanted to talk to people and I wanted to see sunlight and, um, you know, so yeah. accounting was just not my thing. As much as I, I mean, not to boast, uh, like, to my own horn, but as good as I was with numbers, I just didn't want to just number crunch for sure. the rest of my life. So I did it for two, I got called back as an intern and then out of college, I ended up going into the banking industry, but on the marketing side. Oh. And I love the marketing side, uh, you know, the promotions behind it, just the new business development uh, strategy that was involved in all of that. But from there, being in L.A., having so many friends and just, you know, at networking mixers and things like that, talking to people, there's somehow some involvement in the media industry. And I took the opportunity, you know, always trying to learn new things. I was approached by someone that told me, like, I think you should move into into communications and so I started working at Univision, you know, the, the Spanish media giant. Yeah. Where um, we met. Okay, so that is where you <laughs> yes. met. Yes. Yeah. And so um, I worked on the TV side uh, for a few years, and then I was I moved over to the content distribution team. And so what they're responsible for is pretty much that team was uh, supposed to, fi- or is, finding new sources of revenue for Univision outside of traditional media. Oh. So that was kind of cool. Just a little outside-the-box thinking, as exactly. they say. Exactly. Oh. So they were the team that, uh, you know, like drafted the first deal with Netflix. Mm. And they were like, oh, Netflix is going to pay us a bunch of money for our content? <laughs> like, how cool is this? So, yeah, that was a few years back. But um, Great. that was the team that I was with. And, yeah, we met there, uh, decided to elope and travel the world for – about two months, and we quit our corporate jobs, and then knew that we had to make a living for ourselves. So, you know, we definitely had done real estate in the past as well, and came back to the real estate world, but with the yearning for media. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we started uh, a national search for uh, a radio station. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And not then, really natural. Well, it was, natural. I, it was, I was for me. I'm like, I'm staying within California. I I'm was open to anything. So there uh, was like some radio stations in like Wyoming and I was like super excited. Then there was some in Idaho. Right. And then I was like super excited. And then she's kind of like, no, nah, no. I'm like, I thought you said we were open to move anywhere. And then we found out about the Napa stations and that just felt like such a natural fit. 
Uh, she's been she grew up coming up here. One of my best friends is born in Hillsburg, but she has family throughout Napa and Sonoma County. Yeah. So I grew grew coming here. Um, I saw you know just Napa, the city of Napa, change you know mm-hmm. in the last fifteen ten years. So I just felt that there's potential. These stations matter to this community, and I think that's where we could make the most impact. So that's exciting. Well, that, that does make a lot of sense. You know, local radio in a small community like this is very important. This would be the natural segue to start talking about what your vision is. But I see we've got a, we've still got a lot of time on the clock, and I'm not done with you two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's keep sipping. I yeah, know, yeah. I, how about, I can already feel my ears like warming up because I don't that, have anything in my system. I'm gonna have oh, really? to. I hope there's a wheelchair here that Lauren can push me out to my office after the show. <laughs> well, Lauren has prepared to go with these mai tais a lavish poo poo platter of appetizers. Bring Yay. those in, Lauren, will you? Oh, no poo poos today. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get no. You didn't get the memo about the poo poos. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, my goodness. Do I have your right number? Oh, well, sorry. Uh, sorry. Better, better check your cell phone, John. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I also feel remiss. I could normally, if this was a normal day here at Judd's Napa Valley Show, I would reach underneath uh, the desk here, the console, where I usually hide the pink box of yes. donuts, where I say, do you go nuts for donuts? And I, I would offer you that since you need a little something in your system to soak <laughs> up that rum. Um, however... I know that the two of you are very uh, health conscious, as as dis- as exhibited by your drinking heavily at <laughs> nine in the morning. But yes. you, you do CrossFit, and you are you know aware. We've talked about you know eating healthy and mm-hmm. exercising. So I didn't bring donuts today, in in respect, in deference. D- did I, did I make a faux pas? Is, I mean, is this my last show on no, KVON no, now? Not your last show, but okay. it's we love to enjoy life by yeah. eating, so we know <laughs> yes. we have to work out in order to not balloon, you know but we will eat anything and everything. It's that- just so difficult here in the Valley. The, everywhere we've gone, there's great food, there's great yeah. wine, and it's hard to turn it down. So yeah. This is true. So you've got the right attitude. You know, Experience whatever you can experience, mm-hmm. but then also uh, you know, work to... To keep yourselves in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've traveled the world. Uh, you, you mentioned you eloped and went around. You've been in Asia, throughout Europe, I think. I've heard. Um, you can Africa. tell me. So, uh, okay, yeah, Africa. Africa. Yeah. Um, South America. I, the only place that, the only continent we haven't technically to, Antarctica. And I've been Australia, but she Australia. has not been. And not uh, been down there. So. She, she obviously liked to soak up culture. Yes. And, you know, one Absolutely. of the great ways, aside from... You know, language, learning history, listening to their music, visiting museums, looking at the art is is what it's it's Cuisine, eating yeah, the food. food. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I am totally with you when I travel, whether it's abroad or even in the U.S. or even within the Bay Area. I want to know like what what's what's the specialty that I need to try of this particular area, and then I consume it. Devour it is what kind of gets you know like us going. Uh, I can't. The one of the places that I probably have to say is probably the best street food that we've ever had uh, was last year in Singapore. Mm, the night market, uh, yes. The night market in oh, Singapore. Yeah. Oh my god! I literally wish I would have had three stomachs because yeah. <laughs> it was so amazing. Let, let's talk. I was there. It's been who it was twenty years ago October. I was there, but that's the last time I was in Singapore. But I was so mm. impressed. With the night market, was it Newton, I think was the name of the particular one I was at. Okay. My buddy picked me up from the airport. It was like midnight. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, you must be hungry. You've been flying for 12 hours. And I said, I am. But, you know, 
it's midnight. And he looked at me and like laughed. He's like, you, you, like, you don't know where you are, do you? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Were like, you looking for Denny's? Yeah. This, <laughs> this is Singapore, you know, and he took me there. And the array of food that's just available at all hours is incredible. Apparently, that's what they call their national pastime is yeah. eating. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was proven to me in the few days that I was there. <laughs> right. So what were some highlights? See, let's, let's talk about some cuisine highlights. I mean, this cuisine is Napa highlights. Valley where everyone loves food. Let's Ooh, hear about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Highlights and bad, I'm going to start off yeah, with. Throughout all your travels. Uh, Hong Kong, um, we went to a steakhouse. Uh, we asked the lady, the concierge, for, um, uh, you know, like to tell us about a good local steakhouse because she's like, oh, there's uh, Ruth's Chris mm-hmm. and there's Lowry's. We're like, well, we're from LA. Like, we could have those back sure. home. Yeah. And so she's like, okay. Um, and then she wrote it in, uh, you know, in Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And then we took a taxi there. And no one spoke English oh. at all. There was yeah. not an absolute. It was very <laughs> local. And not a single awesome. tourist, which is what we loved. And we sure. were like, oh, my God, we are literally the only, like, you know, non. Um, Except for the communication barrier. <laughs> yeah, because they try to grab a waitress after a wait. We were, like, going through waitresses that all um, said that they spoke English. And then mm-hmm. we they, we couldn't even order from them because they didn't understand what we were saying. So finally, we kind of just. <laughs> Uh, we're like looking at other tables and kind of pointing, pointing at what yeah. we mm-hmm. wanted, and so we got one dish. And um, I remember that I, I was just uh, looking at it, and I just asked her, "Oh, what is this?" It was still moving on the plate. Yeah, Mind and you. we were just like, um, "She's like brown," and we were like, "And it was <laughs> color brown." So we were like, "Okay, it's colored brown, yeah, but what is it?" And she's like, "Brown." And then like we asked again, like if she could tell that you know, the blank stare on our face that we weren't getting it. Yeah. So she get kept getting louder and slower sure. on like us. A lot you know? of Americans do trying to speak to somebody. <laughs> right. It was yeah. like reversed on yeah. us. <laughs> but we were like, She's I got under- like brown. And I'm like, I understand that word, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and me. I can hear you too. Thank you for, um, yeah. so that was probably yeah. a, a, Highlight on we the. We still don't know to this day what it really was. Yeah. You never got yeah. that cleared up. Okay. No. I'd rather not know. I <laughs> so think yeah, did you try it? <laughs> yeah, we tried it. We ate it. Was it, it good? It was a weird texture in your mouth, like slimy and moving. Not, yeah, and moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to this day, if somebody knows what brown means uh, in Hong Kong, yeah. please let us know. Uh, 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 we're curious. Okay, now some of the highlights. Um, so the, well, that was a highlight. Uh, probably not for the best, but just for weird. Um, you can have those experiences, by the way, in Los Angeles, where you're from. I used to, when my wife was in grad school down there, I wasn't allowed to stay home. I had to get out. It was a distraction if I stayed home. I, you know, wanted to watch a movie or take a walk or something. Like, no, you got to go out. So, one of the places I liked, because I'm kind of like you, I like to experience the world. And in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, you can. I go to Koreatown. Oh yes, oh, we love Koreatown. And, and I'd read about some places and I'd want to try them because the each one has different types of specialties. And I'd read about this one place. We walked in and there were all these like, like grandma looking ladies cooking the food. I'm like, this is going to be good. Yeah. But not, <laughs> not one person. And this is in Los Angeles. It wasn't, we weren't in Korea. Like you were in Hong Kong. You know, we were in Los Angeles. Not one person could speak English. And the menus were not printed in English. And we were, yeah, kind of looking around. I knew what we wanted to have, but I didn't know how to Which order it. was it? <laughs> and then finally, after a half an hour, people trying to help us, and it's not working, a, a graphic arts friend of mine came in. I was like, can you just start drawing some stuff? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's how we were able to eat. And we didn't get exactly what we thought we were getting, but okay. it all was delicious. So okay. I still relish that memory. I don't know that I could order it okay. again. But uh, All right, some highlights. All right. Breakfast. Yes. I know where you love your omelets from and oh. you dream about them. 
Russia. Yes. <laughs> Best omelets in the world. Russian omelets. Russian omelets. I don't know what, what those it? eggs have. If they're just so fluffy. They're like the fluffiest huge. eggs. Once they cook it, it's like super fluffy and thick. Mm. It's just like a sponge that melts in your mouth. And mm. I'm not much of a, an egg eater, but no. the omelets there, they got they put She's sour still... cream and caviar on there? The <laughs> <Russian>? <laughs> No, is that it? <laughs> no, caviar. no caviar. Yeah, no. shot of vodka, which I hear you like. No, okay. Uh, maybe it was a vodka then. No. Yeah, the Russian omelet. Good the to know. Russian what, what, omelet. Where? Where in Russia? Was it a... so St. Petersburg and Moscow? Moscow. We were at mm-hmm. one of my um, best friends that I made in in my MBA program is from St. Petersburg, so we went to go visit her. Um, and yeah, she kind of toured us around, and we were obsessed with the breakfast. And there. fed you yeah. well. Yeah, and yeah exactly. <laughs> I wanted to eat breakfast like all day long, and she's like, "Again?" I'm like, "Yes, please." Because I wanted omelets, yeah. Those were probably the best omelets that we ever had. Well, there's your next move, you know. Yeah. Um, not that you're looking for more projects, but <laughs> as this evolves, it's KVON, KVYN, and Russian Omelet House. You know? <laughs> I love it, yes. Right. We, we do have to take a break. All right. uh, I'm sorry to say this is fun, but we're going to get back. We'll, we'll get back on track with the radio, although I love talking about all this stuff, too. Who do we have here, Mr. Lauren Mole? From Wind Down Media. Will and Jalisa Marcencia, you're listening to Judd's Napa Valley Show. We'll be right back after these messages. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Fingal Fun. At 1440 on your AM dial in Northern California and streaming live in Cleveland, Ohio at KVON.com back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you, Lauren Moore. Cleveland, Ohio. What brought that to mind today? Well, it's the hometown of Drew Carey, of course. Ah, you're a big fan. <laughs> you love that Drew Carey show, and ever since then you haven't followed his career, right? I guess so. No, you I know that's like, not true. This guy... Like the Price is Right? It's exactly where I'm going. This is Actually, a, I do. Okay. He's a devotee of The Price is Right. Um, Can you give me a little uh, Price is Right-ism? Come on down. There you go. <laughs> have you ever seen the show? I have. Oh, yeah. I, I did it a few years. Like, live? Live? Like there? Have you gone there? No. Oh, you haven't done oh, that? Oh, that's road, what I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Road trip. Road trip. We're doing it. You yeah. did that, Will? I did. Um, my dad used to work for Delta Airlines, and so uh, they did like a Delta employees thing, and oh, so we wow. went with them, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a long day, a long recording day, as you know, most uh, Hollywood taping is, Yeah. but it was a lot of fun. So yeah, we should definitely do like, maybe get a caravan, like a KVON bus, <laughs> yeah. and we should all drive down there. And yeah, I think Mercedes of Fairfield should uh, yeah, throw it our way. Yeah, the sprinter, and you know, <laughs> yeah. yes, there we go. We got I'm some in. good ideas. We'll dress up goofy. One of us will get called down, right? Exactly. Did you dress up goofy when you went there? Uh, no, it wasn't. I mean, I know it's not let's make a fun. deal, but were you like jumping up and down? We or? were trying to, but yeah. uh, somebody in our group did get called because there was like 35 of us. It was oh. when the Northwest, when Delta acquired Northwestern, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a group. Uh, activity of just get to know the two companies and stuff like and that. And they want a trip somewhere that would have been paid for by the airline anyway. <laughs> exactly. <probably. laughs> Alright, we've got Will and Julissa Marcencia. These two, Lauren, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, they own this radio station. Actually, I've heard about that. You heard about that. It was in the paper. <laughs> and uh, today they're, they're in to tell us what's happening. So let's get down to it. You are now sitting here in this building as the owners of what we're broadcasting right now. And you've come to a small, you know, relatively small community with one local radio outlet. I mean, it's two stations, but one's more music focused, one's more the talk information focus. 
open ended. What's what's the plan? I mean, uh, what? I don't have to tell you something that you already know, but you know, local radio in a small community is a very important part of that community. So, what are we going to be doing? So, I think that on the you know the FM is um, an, e- an easier answer just okay. because we do know that uh, you know people love the music playlist that currently exist right now the format you know there's news traffic weather updates and then there's you know followed by local content throughout the entire day mm-hmm. um and that's really what we stand for uh you know there's no re- uh you know the localness behind radio and so you know the fm has that um we would love to see more of a local music scene a stronger presence uh, we have a we already have a local music show on yeah. mondays but we would love to see that either being carried Monday through Friday or a bigger show. You know, that's kind of the biggest thing that I have on my to-do list for the FM. It makes a lot of sense. There's a very vibrant music scene here in Napa. Yes. In Napa Valley, the yeah. whole the whole county. So let's, you know, showcase that's a great idea. We hear that Napa Valley is becoming and that was one of the things that we, you know, during our due diligence and uh, research, we found out that it's trying to mirror or, you know, just, I guess, um, make it similar to the music scene that exists in Austin. So, you know, uh-huh. the live music capital of the world. Right. And that's kind of ideally with, you know, every time you walk into a winery or a restaurant, there's some kind of live band. And so we're all for that. We loved Austin and thought that that was probably what made the city so special. Besides it being the first place that we ever traveled to together. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's sweet. That's um, sweet. As, as dating. He's winning so. points right now. <laughs> yeah, Look at you, Lisa, smiling. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the FM, you know, that's kind of like what we envisioned okay. for um, the immediate future, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then for the AM, there's so many things that we have on our wish list and things that I don't know if you want to kind of tackle on that and I'll just add to no, we do definitely see the the local need on the AM side. I mean, an hour show or two hours, you know, just the morning isn't enough. Mm-hmm. We would like that to see that throughout the day. So that is something we want to evolve the AM to really capture and just have these shows that are talking about local community. Like, you do an excellent job. Some of the other shows we have on the AM are doing an excellent job. But one hour, once a week is yeah. not enough. Yeah, yeah. That needs to, like, evolve and live throughout the week and in, throughout the day. Like, so we need to expand on that. I think we have a huge undertaking and we've been trying to, you know, do as much as we can in as little time as possible. But it's it has been a challenge because we are moving the studios. Um, we have to move by the end of April. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, so we also have that on, yeah, on the back burner. So... But we ideally, we would love to see local con throughout the AM most of the time. Well, it's a big responsibility beyond just regular programming. But when things happen, take the earthquake a few years back. Right. When the San Francisco stations and most of that city d- didn't even realize anything had happened. And yet around here, we're all scrambling to find out what happened and, and what is happening and what's going on. I mean, the, the guys here, Larry and, and Ben, and I think Bob, they all scrambled to get station back on the air because it got knocked out pretty quick Mm -hmm. but then they started running you know programming taking calls you know just live on the air what's happening what's your experience Mm -hmm. you know things like that are you know extremely important i i would imagine you'd want to keep that when you said that because i love that i love that and we've heard these stories from larry and bob and ira and everybody scrambling to get something on the air to educate the community and inform the community 
So that's ideally what we want to be. We want to be that hub where people tune into us and look for us and call us to be like, okay, what's going on? And radio is a perfect medium to do that. Uh, you know, you can't get more local with any other medium um, than radio. Fast, where people are talking <laughs> yeah. to you and you can call in and, you know, there's that high engagement level that you don't see in any other medium. It's definitely radio. And that is why we're here. And how do you see yourselves uh, as a as a company? You know, um, well, engaging the community, doing outreach, you know, letting folks know what is happening if they tune to fourteen forty AM or ninety nine point three FM. Because it, it's a, it's a, you know it's a changing world, and folks. Uh, there were you know many years ago. This was a. I mean, it was ubiquitous. There was only this was the option. There was really one option. If yeah. you wanted to listen to the radio with any clarity, you could get some San Francisco stations. Uh, you would tune in here. But now, of course, there's other mediums that people yeah. can tune to. But, I mean, as you said, nothing as present or immediate and local as where we are right now. So mm -hmm. I think it's of the utmost importance that people know you and I and Lauren, like, we're all here for them. Like, yeah. right. How do we get out there and yeah. grab them? I think for the younger generations, it's a lot more of a – of an education process because the more and more that we're out in the community, we're talking to people of all ages. But when we look at the younger group, we're learning that they say, Oh, you know, I just, uh, I listened to that. I listened to the station for a little bit just in my car because then in my, you know, at work, I will put on my earphones and I'll listen to, you know, a Pandora or a Spotify because that's where I can get that music. And we tell them, like, well, did you know that the Vine has an app? And they're kind of like, what? It does? Like, how could I download that? And I would love to listen to it at work. I just didn't know that that ex even existed, that radio oh. has apps now, too. So, you know, it's about educating them about TuneIn and about, uh, you know, other aggregators that can carry radio stations or just specifically our app alone, specifically. Um, I think that there's a lot of education that needs to be done in the community in terms of the accessibility, the flexibility, and the portability of radio mm -hmm. um, that people just don't really think they're kind of like, oh, it's the old school, you know, machine boom box that sits, uh, you know, in your garage or in the kitchen somewhere still mm -hmm. or in your car. And so they don't really associate cell phones with having radio, terrestrial, uh, radio. terrestrial radio carried on there. and. Radio is sexy, it, Hey, it is. don't I know it? <laughs> Why do you think I've been in it for so long? <laughs> Boy, where was I going with that? You totally sidetracked me. I was I thinking of all, the, uh, of all the admirers I picked up over the years. I think I got one fan letter back in 1989. That was something. Um, but uh, it, it is not... I, I think it's wonderful how accessible it can be if mm -hmm. the awareness is out there. You know, right. I travel and um, I've been in New York City... And I'm curious to know what's happening in Napa, and I will I'm just on my cell phone. You know, it's at, what's it called? Tune in, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, you can pull up KVON. I'll be in New York mm -hmm. City, and I'll hear, mm -hmm. you know, Lauren Mole announcing a show or something, and it, it, it right. it's great, right? Even and, and that's what we always to, to go back to the elephant in the room, and we're not competing. We don't see those Spotify, Pandora's of the world as competitors because they're music intensive. What radio does is yeah. super local. It, they're in the community. You want to know what's going on in your backyard. And that's why you tune in. That's that's absolutely right. And I think that's why it's so important that this continues and uh, that we have nice, 
enthusiastic, <laughs> you know, folks, you know, at the mm-hmm. helm right now who obviously have some plans. So you say the station has to move. I've been hearing this is the first time I've heard it officially now. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm, no, I'm glad to know, you know. So, yes. I mean, are there some ideas where, where it is going to go? Is that something you yeah. can talk about? Um, uh, I mean, not exact locations right now, uh, but yeah. there are a few that we're kind of just penciling in you know, negotiations and details about, but mm-hmm. there ha- there hasn't been anything inked yet. So with that said, um, you know, there are a few spots that we're looking about. There's one that we're really excited and have our fingers crossed <laughs> and <laughs> would love to share with you guys, but just keep tuning in to okay. Judge Show we'll and, you know, maybe we'll it. release it here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll go across all the shows that week and announce it as well. So, um, But we will stay in Napa. It, we are staying in Napa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? And that wasn't even a question in my oh, mind. Yeah. But, I, right. but, but <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I'm sure some people were mm-hmm. worried. Like maybe it'll 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 move away. But no, I'm very glad to hear that. So yeah, we can announce it here. We can announce the new location, the types of shows, the programming, mm-hmm. the omelet specials for the day. You know, whatever it is <laughs> you're, you're cooking up. Yeah. You tune in here to KVON. That, that, that's very exciting. I'm very glad to hear that you definitely um, – you know, are committed. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't be committed. You just moved your whole lives exactly. to Napa. Yeah. <laughs> right. is, is the move official? Are you now like living uh, full time uh, in Napa? Yes, we are living full time in Napa, but there's still a few things we still have to move from um, our place in Los Angeles. I know there's some carloads going back and forth. Yeah. A lot. lot of yeah, rental cars. Uh, <laughs> you know, we still have some business in. Uh, we have a business in LA, so you know, we definitely have to be taking care of that as much as we can on the side, but this yeah. is definitely has taken our priority and it's a well, full good. time. What, this what? is already like a three full time job in itself. And oh. then we have the side, you know, yeah. real estate business down South mm-hmm. that we're constantly going down to making sure everything, you know, we don't want to like have anything fall between the cracks. So, we're getting very little sleep, but you know. I don't know how you do it. You, <laughs> you've moved, you've got a dog, uh, yeah. you've got this new radio station, you've got a business in Los Angeles, and you also have to live the life, or you're also living the life of uh, politicians, because you have to get out and meet everybody and shake hands, <laughs> let them know who you are. Yeah. Since July, or maybe even before, I think I met you, uh, anyway, all summer and now into fall, I don't think I've been to one community event where I haven't run into you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I don't go to all of them, but I'm imagining, you know, if I'm there and you're there, you're probably at Twice as many that I'm going yeah. to. It's incredible. Yeah, the other day I think we were talking about like, oh, we should count all the events we've been to because we've been to like literally in one day we'll go to like three or four. Yeah, there was that yeah. one night I remember it was a Thursday night and we had four events to go to and it's just bad because we want to show everyone our support and right. we're there for an hour and it just you know having to do that Irish dance it's kind of like <laughs> we feel really bad but we definitely want to just show everyone that we are committed to the community and that we're here to support you. So we want to be everywhere, even if it's for just a little bit. Well, I think you're showing that you are committed to this community. And I thank you for coming in and, you know, breathing life into the uh, into the stations. Not that I felt that they were in, uh, needing life support, but I think that the, the commitment to local programming mm-hmm. is yeah. vital mm-hmm. and important. Absolutely. As, as you mentioned, because it's, it's nice if you're into sports and whatnot, and that's what has been, you know, playing for the past few years, but to bring in some more of the, um, well, I've already said it. Yes. To get that local focus mm-hmm. is of the utmost. So thank you very much. On behalf of the community, uh, myself and Lauren Mole, we certainly appreciate that. Isn't that right? 
It certainly is, Judd. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. <laughs> this is Mad Libs. That's right. I know that you've tuned into the show once in a while, probably figuring out whether to keep this on the air or not. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> but this has become an audience favorite. We play a little game of Mad Libs, and uh, today it's your turn, Yay. Will and Julissa. Right. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Yes. <clears throat> Either of you can pipe in. You know what to do. So the first thing I need is an emotional state. You know what? Maybe think about this while we're doing okay. it. Okay. No, I don't want to give you any ideas. No, I'll, no. I'll, you'll, you'll come up Are with a theme sure? on your. I was thinking like maybe there should be a theme. I don't usually oh, give people a theme, but yeah. all right. but I don't want to do it. Uh, well, we just watched that scary movie last night. Oh yeah, it? we watched it last night. Uh oh. Um, so <laughs> how did you like it? No, we don't need to get into this. Okay, okay. We, we, right, yeah. we're short on time. Okay, sorry. Okay. Well, we okay. watched so it, so we're kind of like this is the last show of September. We're yeah. getting into October, so oh. let's do like Halloween. How about that? Halloween. Yeah, scary. Okay. Yeah. Creepy. All right. So we'll okay. have our own theme on this side. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'll have my all theme right. over here. You have your theme. Okay. No, no one will think we're in cahoots here. Yeah. Right. Okay. So with that theme in mind. And then Halloween, <laughs> um, an emotional state. All right, emotional state. Yeah. Um, appalled. Uh, is that what you felt last night? I don't know. Yeah. Like this appalled. Halloween. Okay, mm-hmm. appalled. Appalled. Right, we're going with it. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, an adjective. Adjective for Halloween. Let's see. Um, how about something just nasty, uh, like gruesome? Nasty is good. Gruesome. Obscene. 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 Let's go with obscene. Okay. Yeah. Obscene. Obscene. Another adjective. Oh. Okay. Well, I already threw out a few, but uh, let's see. I said, gru- uh, let's, let's horrifying. Say horrifying. Horrifying. Okay, horrifying. <laughs> horrifying well, it is. Horrifying. Uh, For you. An- <laughs> another emotional state. Emotional state. Paranoid. 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 Okay. Because when I got home, I was extremely paranoid. Yeah, I was trying oh, to scare her. <laughs> killer clown on the loose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about a geographic location? You can get creative Ooh, with that. Yeah, let's do mm. Somewhere exotic and scary at the same time. Yeah. How about a, um, let's see, a, uh, a castle on top of a mountain. Okay. In, uh, <laughs> I like where this is going. Uh, in Transylvania. A castle on top of a mountain in Transylvania. Okay, yes. there it is. I love that? this. Yeah. I love where this is going. All right. Now we're going to go lightning round here uh, okay. if we can. How about plural noun? More than one thing. More than one thing. Yeah. Okay. Human uh, eating werewolves. What? Hu- what? <laughs> oh, her. Human uh, eating. I'm telling you, I'm really were- messed up from that movie, Jeff. <laughs> so there weren't even any human- werewolves last night. There were clowns, scary killing clowns. In my nightmares, there were. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, okay. is this a, a human eating a werewolf, or this is werewolves who eat humans? No, they only feed off of werewolves. Humans. A human that who eat, eat, eat werewolves. werewolves. Okay, turning, turning that around. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, my God. You just made it so <laughs> well, nasty. Well, actually, you know something? I prefer people turning into werewolves. <laughs> okay, well, she likes American Werewolf in London is a Halloween <laughs> classic I always turn to. Okay, a noun. We, uh, okay, we're getting uh, short on time. Okay, let's got it. crank uh, through this. Can, let's think candy. A noun. Uh, anything you can come up with candy. Candy. Uh, no. Spider candy. Spider candy. Okay. I have no idea what that means, but it's, okay. That's, sure. It's candy that spiders love. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, another noun. Okay. Uh, more candy. Um, let's think uh, rabbit blood pouches that are candy. Ra- <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I don't either, but why not? <laughs> rabbit blood. Pouches. Like pouches. a little pouch, you know, and it's rabbit blood inside. Candy. Okay. <laughs> I, you got it. Uh, an adjective. We're almost done. Uh, this okay. is a long one. Terrifying. Terrifying, thank you. Okay. And I'm looking at the clock. I want to make sure your advertisers oh. stay happy. And finally, another adjective. Uh, gruesome. 
Gru- oh, there it is. Gruesome. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, and particularly Will and Julissa Marcencia, earlier today I was online and I was reading this article written about you in the Napa Valley Register from back in May uh, before you actually took ownership, but it was already in the works. Uh, you've just rewritten this article based on this. <laughs> Mad Libs. Are you ready? This Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Napa's homegrown radio stations, KVYN and KVO, and will soon have new owners. Wilfred and Julissa Marcencia of Wind Down Media agreed to buy the station from Wajra, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Wind Down Media is appalled to become part of the Napa Valley <laughs> oh family. Oh, <laughs> Said Julissa Marcencia. <laughs> Here's another quote. We will make it our obscene dedication to be the absolute <laughs> horrifying local voice by being present in the community. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, and now uh, uh, we're very paranoid about moving <laughs> and, being part, and, and being part of the community, said Wilfred Marcencia. The Marcencias currently live in Los Angeles. We know you've now moved, okay, but are relocating to a castle on top of a mountain in Transylvania. <laughs> Just for October. That's it. While KVYN and KVON are their first media acquisitions, the Marcencias are not new to the industry. Wilfred Marcencia <laughs> used to work as a distributor of human eating werewolves <laughs> yes. to cable companies, uh, and Julissa Marcencia previously worked in spider candy and rabid blood pouch candy uh, sales for Viacom and Univision. <laughs> That worked out perfect. <laughs> this will be the couple's new career. Now, Larry Sharp, our GM, had something to say about this. Uh-oh. Oh. And here's his quote. I think the Marcencias are going to bring a terrifying, gruesome energy to the radio station. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love this. This has been fun. I'm very uh, happy to sit here and get a chance to know you and what's uh, in store for our local radio. Thank you very much. Thank you, Will, and Julissa, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This is Lord Ball speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.